Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It feels more like the Grizzlies are in the bucket with those teams. Mm-hmm. And then sort them out however you want. Dallas, the Grizzlies, Well, I mean, some, people, State, some people would say that else. Dallas is ahead of the Grizzlies because you I, can't I'd beat them. I'd put them in the same bucket. Yeah, no, you're I'd right. I'd put them in the I same right bucket, and then I think you have to say that those two teams are clearly better. At this point, they're clearly better. So, um, do, you have a, do you have a column pre-written? No column pre-written. So you will the be- only question is, if they don't do anything, will I write a column? Yes, I think you should. I think you should write what a column. What should I say? That, that uh, the Grizzlies have given up. <laughs> <laughs> Tank for Wimbanyama. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, I don't exactly. know. I mean, I, I think like, it's not a sexy take, but like my, my, my. Telling people to calm down and not kill them yeah. because right. it was probably prudent for them to the do. The Suns kind of beat them to the punch a little bit. Like, is, uh, well, I mean, beat them to the punch suggests like it's something they could have done. Right. I don't, I don't so mean like I they could have. I don't like that phrasing. But to say, listen, I know this is depressing, but calm the hell down. Right. Is it. It feels like I'm apologizing for them, you know. But here's the truth of the matter. It's it's actually just real talk. The instinct is to be excited whenever anyone does anything. So people were excited when they uh, traded, when when they signed Chandler Parsons. They were excited when they got, uh, uh, you you, you name it, Justice Winslow, not that excited. They were excited pretty much every deadline trade they make. It's great, And then most of them do not work out. And um, but there is a bias towards I towards liking action, right? And not liking, right. and particularly when we've just seen what we've seen. And by the way, how do you think it feels, John, getting clowned on by the whole league now? Like he's I, I, got to be. He's becoming a sympathetic figure. This is an organic part of the process that I think may end up doing the trick, in Do a way, helping him. You mean? Yes, yes. Just in terms of humbling him, because he's. I mean. He's getting clowned again for like the you know his no, first quote it's about just, the West. It's just relentless. Everybody in the league. It Th- feels this like. is why it's a lesson that Jaws having to learn the hard way, but it's true. Never tweet. <laughs> <laughs> like just just never tweet, man. But the tweet had but nothing to do with a Malika. Tweet, it was a no, quote. Right. Yeah, that was the a one about the, Malika. Yeah. yeah, that was a quote. That was like a real life tweet. You know, <laughs> there's a reason that coaches like coach speak. You know, That's the, exactly the, the right. cliche, there's a reason that cliches are popular. The reason in the great movie Bull Durham, they sat down Nuke Lelouch and told him what to say. Yep. It was because if you say those stupid, meaningless things over and over again, C.J. McCollum isn't going to be clowning you after on a morning like this. It's 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 hundred percent hundred percent true. Uh, the Atlanta Hawks are trading Justin Holiday and Frank Kaminsky to Houston for Garrison Matthews and Bruno Fernando. That is. It's gonna change them things. I have no, I have no opinion. I think if I, if I think if I lined up all four of those dudes, well, Frank would be the white. Who are the other ones? Well, there's I know two. Frank the, there's I know two. what Frank the Tank looks like. Who there's, are the other there's, ones? There's two white gentlemen. Who, who else? Who are the Justin other? Justin Holiday, 
uh-huh. Frank Kaminsky, Garrison Matthews, and Bruno Fernando. Mm. You just have to work your way down. Work your way down. Like you could. So you got. You know what Frank looks like. Yeah. So then there's another white guy. So you got him. Right. Then and then have, the other two. Then you'd have to yeah, sort right, of yeah, yeah. flip a coin on Justin Holiday. <laughs> I know what Justin Holiday looks like. So there you go. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Bruno's a big. So and Bruno's a big. They right. won't want to read the truth tomorrow, Jeff. But your job is to still give it. Tell them that. To tell. They'll be like, you apologist, you're yeah. apologizing you're for them. Now, people are accusing us of backpedaling. No, 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 no. That's called, that's called reassessing. There's a difference. <laughs> you know? Like, see, it, like if you have yeah, a strategy. the league just changed. If you have a strategy in war. See, for me, I, I am taking the same approach, which is if yesterday they should have made a deal, if it would have made them better this year and going forward. Today, they should make a deal if it would make them better going this year and going forward. I actually that deal haven't, man changed. I haven't changed you that changed much either way. I, I think that that it doesn't mean I, I'm not like, oh, you got to keep up with the Suns now. That mm-hmm. would be silly. You can't. But I'm also like, I'm not throwing in the towel 100% on this year. Well, it's not throwing in the towel if you don't do anything. You still have John Morant, Jaron Jackson Jr., Defensive Player of the Year. You still right. have Desmond Bain. You're not throwing in the towel. You're just saying, hey, I think what we have is probably enough to keep us competitive and, and see where it goes, and then we'll maybe like reevaluate, not overpay you know, down the line. Here's, and the other thing is, if you are one of these people who's going to be furious if they do nothing, bring me the deal exactly. that, that someone did exactly. that you wish they would have done. Exactly. Right? So right now, what is the deal that someone else has done that was available to the Grizzlies they haven't done? Name it. I would have probably done five second rounders for Shadim Bay. <laughs> I'll be honest. I'm like, who cares? You know? Someone had hit some shots. Yeah. All the second rounders. Yeah, I mean, I, there's honestly, not much. Like, there's not there's not a deal right now that you would have said, "Oh, damn, that's one." I mean, I'm kind of like I'm I'm you half kinda, serious. I, right, I am half serious, like, right? Yes. I mean, Sadiq Bay is averaging no, 15 a game. I think and he's he scored 51 in a game once. He's, he's not shooting that yeah, well. He's 35 no, percent. No, no, he's a no. That doesn't do anything. So I would not have actually done that if he was shooting a little. I wouldn't better. have done that either. Yeah, and he's he's he doesn't really fit defensively with what they do. So. No, I don't know. Well, uh, it'll be. I'll be listening. I'll be wrapped in listening. I never, as you know, I listen to this show religiously. I think you should. Mm-hmm. And uh, get ready to apologize for the Grizz, particularly on trade deadline day. Hell yeah! I, We're taking uh, you through it. This is the. I'm it, locked in. It's like a real trade deadline Thank show. You. See, we have like we have like the Memphis version Both of Shams that came in here. You know, that was, a, that was awesome. Yeah, and man. he walks off. He does. You know, he came up going here as quickly as he yeah. came in. No salutation and smoke. Well, it's a second hit this week. It is it asking is. a lot it of us. Yeah, and he already a heavy did a radio week. show today, so he's a very and he'll generous. be on again at five. This, this, dude, this, this guy dude is re- relentless, carrying the shit, the station. Yeah, no doubt about he it. really is. All right, uh, we'll come back. Rob Dosh is going to join us, and we'll talk to him about college basketball while we wait for the Grizzlies to figure out whether or not they want to do a trade. Uh, and uh, we'll get with him when we come back. Jason and John, 90 Turn FM, ESPN. It's Brad Carson here in studio with the guys, and it's 106. want to tell you about the Betley Sportsbook. That is the app that I am now using exclusively, the Betley Sportsbook. It's now legal in Tennessee, and if you haven't downloaded it, download it today. Uh, like all the other apps, $250 risk-free as your new addition on your phone. Download it through the App Store, the uh, Betley app, B-E-T-L-Y, the Betley Sportsbook. It was the first one in Arkansas. Now they brought the same technology, the quick and simple payouts, and all of the great things that the, the folks in Arkansas had, now they bring it to Tennessee, the Betley Sportsbook. So you can do business in Jonesboro. You can do it in Marion, West Memphis, and then come across the bridge here. And if you live in Tennessee, download Betley Sportsbook today. They've got a $57 big game bet that I actually uh, I did. And uh, it's, it's risk-free, basically. They'll give you credits if you lose the bet. 
Uh, right now, you can get that on the Betley Sportsbook. Plus, go to the Promotions tab. You can bet on tomorrow night's Grizzlies game. And maybe you even like uh, the Mavericks with Kyrie Irving or you like one of these other Western Conference teams like the Suns since the trade for Kevin Durant. All of it's available with the Betley Sportsbook. So many ways to have fun. The Betley Sportsbook app on your phone must be 21 or older and located in Arkansas or right here in Tennessee to bet using the Betley Sportsbook. Play responsibly. For help quitting, call 800-522-4700. The Betley Sportsbook. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Appear on the Superbook Sports phone line. Superbook Sports. Download the Superbook Sports Tennessee app today with Jason and John, live from the Topps Barbecue Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Rob Doster is the founder of the Field of 68, also the Field of 12. Man's out here founding everything. He joins us now. Rob, what's happening, brother? Uh, what I should have done was found a mortgage company and then go buy a team and in 12 hours go trade for Kevin Durant. That's what I should have done. Mm. I messed up. Yeah, if only it was what a that, life. That, uh, that easy. The reports are, Rob, that Mikel Bridges uh, is a trade target for the Memphis Grizzlies. What do you think about that fit if it happens? Uh, I, I love it. I love Mikhail Bridges. I think that he is kind of like the prototype role player that you want in the NBA. I mean, the dude makes threes. He defends. He can guard like four different positions. He can kind of play on the ball if you need him to. He can play off the ball if you need him to. Um, he's tough. And I, I think he would fit in well kind of with like the culture of the Grizzlies, right? Like he's a tough dude. He's not going to back down from people. He knows how to play. He's not someone that's going to come in here screaming for shots. Like he just, I think he's one of those guys where he's never going to be a star, but he's going to help every single team that he's on. Like there's a reason why he 
he's always on teams that win a lot of games, right? No matter what level you have him playing. I love him. And look, this could be any radio station, any topic that we're talking or any team that we're talking about. And I would say that getting Mikel Bridges would be a really good fit. You need guys like that to win, right? You need those dudes like, um, like Danny Greens or Trevor O'Reason, like just pieces like that that are going to go out there and do their job. You can go out there and do a job for you. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, on to college basketball, Rob. Uh, Memphis is in, a, in, in an interesting spot. They did handle South Florida last night, but that really no, – nobody's checking for that. That's more of a must-not-lose as opposed to a must-win for Memphis at this point. When you look at their resume, is it, is it a, a deal where they need to beat Houston once to get an at-large? Do you think if they just beat everybody else on their schedule – and if they lose to Houston twice, they're still in. Just how would you assess Memphis's tournament resume right now? I, I mean, I think you want to beat them at least once, right? You don't want to put yourself in a situation where uh, you head into Selection Sunday with basically like what one quad, one win, depending on what Texas A&M does. Um, so I think that you probably want to beat them to feel a little bit more comfortable about your situation. Um, it's also, you know, I do kind of feel bad for Memphis to a point. Because if you kind of look at what they've done this season, they, they lost to Tulane in overtime, right? They lost to UCF in double overtime. They lost at Alabama by three. They lost to Seton Hall by a possession, which, by the way, like doesn't look like a very bad loss anymore. Uh, the St. Louis game was a close game. The first Tulane game was a close game. So um, they're not getting run out of the gym at all. They've just had some games where things did not necessarily go their way down the stretch. Uh, and... You know, you got to win. Winning matters. Those last couple of possessions matter more than anything else. But I don't think this team is too far away from being like, in this moment, like 22-2. and two. They're probably like six possessions away from that at this point. So I don't think that they're a bad team at all. And we know how those matchups go with Houston, right? We've seen it over and over and over again. I, I'm not going to be shocked. And, you know, I, I would probably put money on them finding a way to beat Houston in the last game of the regular season and do that, having one of those things where it punches their ticket. Has Kendrick Davis been what you you thought he would would be? And 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 I'll broaden that question a little bit in the sense that let's say they do make the tournament, whether they're a ten seed, eight nine, whatever. How much of a shot would you give a team like this that is one of the most experienced teams in the country? I think it's top ten in terms of that, Rob. But the shooting, the shooting has been the question mark going into the year. It's been the issue all year. If they did get in. 10, 8, 9, whatever it is, how much of a chance with a guy like Kendrick Davis leading DeAndre Williams playing at a pretty high level too, uh, how much of a chance would you give them to make some noise once they were there? Well, look at all the teams that make runs in March, right? They all have guards that can go yes. and can go make something happen. Because yeah. what's going to happen in the NCAA tournament is you're going to run into a situation where you're up against a team and nothing's working, right? Your offense isn't working. This set isn't working. Uh, you can't create anything out of this. You're not getting out in transition. You're playing a team that has you scouted really, really well, or they're doing something different that you've never seen before, and you just can't figure it out. When that happens, you need somebody that can go make a play and make something happen, right? There's a reason why when UConn made their runs to the title, it happened when they had Kemba Walker. It happened when they had Shabazz nice. Napier, guys who were arguably uh, the best in the country at their position. National Player of the Year kind of conversation. That's what Kendrick Davis is. What's he at? Like twenty-two and six or something like that right now. So ridiculous. So um, if they get in, I'll say it over and over again. That's not a team that I'm going to want to play. And I also think that they're better defensively, maybe than what the numbers kind of say. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, you, when you have when you have a a great guard and two guys that can kind of go and create something, you know, I'll throw DeAndre Williams into that mix too. Like that's that's going to be a team that uh, can make things happen now. 
Um, a lot of it's going to depend on the draw and who you match up with. Like it, yeah. it's a, kind of a weird year where if they're in that kind of like eleven to playing game range, which I think is probably kind of what you're looking at if they find a way to get in. You know, there's a lot of teams that on that that five, six, seven seed range. Uh, you know, the best teams in the Big East right now are kind of in that range. There's going to be a bunch of teams from the Big Twelve that end up in that range. So it's a it's, it's just it's a weird year in college basketball. I, I feel like this is this is the season where more than any that I can remember, like the difference between the teams that are going to be one seeds and the teams that are going to be like six seeds, it's just really not all that much. You know, people always like to say that uh, the Power Five is really only something that matters in football. That's sort of the you know the the line. But isn't this, and as you just sort of laid out, isn't this situation with Memphis a clear indicator of how, you know, the lack of quality outside the Power Five is hurting them? I mean, let's just take Tennessee, for example. Tennessee last night loses to Vanderbilt on a buzzer beater, and it's a bad loss, and they're getting laughed at today. But they host Alabama, a top three team, a week from today. And if they win, like, nobody's going to remember that they lost to Vanderbilt the week before. You know, their resume is going to be no worse off for it because they get these opportunities. Memphis gets two a year. They get Houston. Tw- and, and by the way, next year, they won't get any. They won't, they won't have any chances in their league to beat a ranked team. So isn't when we're talking about, you know, if you just take Memphis's resume blindly, you know, you would say, oh, a 17 and, or an 18 and 16. You know, of course they're making the tournament. But because they don't have those opportunities for quad one wins, it's a question. Isn't this a direct impact of you know that power five and, and I guess the power leagues in college basketball. You get outside of those, it's 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 really it's really difficult. Yeah, it is. It, it's definitely that. I also think that it's a little bit of a a criticism on the rest of the teams in that conference, right? Part of the reason why we were excited about um, what the AAC could be was you know Cincinnati's in that league and they have a chance to always be like a top twenty-five, top thirty kind of a team, and they aren't. Wichita State. They were a team that everyone thought was going to be a great program, and they've fallen off a cliff recently. Uh, UCF got off to a good start to the season. That really hasn't worked out the way that we thought it was going to end up working out. SMU is not what they were three, four, five years ago. So it's not just that they're in a league where there aren't as many uh, good wins and there's a lot more opportunities to get bad losses. It's that the other teams that were supposed to be quad one opportunities are now quad two and quad three opportunities. And it doesn't make it any more – any easier to go into Wichita State and win. It doesn't make it any easier to go into Cincinnati and win. It's just that winning doesn't get you as much of a bump and losing is the kind of thing that can uh, that, that can derail your season. I think the Tulane game is a perfect example, right? Yeah. Like Tulane is – that's not a bad team. They're well coached. Ron always has those guys playing hard. Um, and when you go and you lose at Tulane, when you are Memphis in, 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 a, in a season like this, it just – that, that can really torpedo what your resume is. I mean, they got a quad three loss the other night, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's not – that's – when you don't have those those multiple quad one opportunities to kind of offset that, picking up a quad three loss is not something that's going to be very good for your resume. Yep, can't lose anymore like that. Uh, Vols, John mentioned them. They lose on the last second three. Rob, is it going to be those droughts that cost them again in terms of Rick Barnes finally passing the test with them in the tournament and going as deep as he needs to go. I think it was 427 there. They went without a basket against Vandy last night. Yeah, they just don't have a, a go-to guy. They don't have someone that you could throw the ball to and make something happen. And that's that's kind of the benefit of, you know, having Kendrick Davis. Um, I'm not a, bo- a believer in, in Sky Ziegler or Sandy Vescovy being the number one option on a team that can make a deep run in March. I'm just not. You know, I think 
what they really need is they got a freshman Julian Phillips. And if he can find a way to be some kind of like go-to option, some kind of outlet for easy offense, then I think that really changes what their ceiling can be. But the problem is we just haven't seen him doing it. I don't know if it's a confidence thing. I don't know if it's a Rick Barnes not trusting him thing. Uh, if you watched the game last night, there was a play with 18 seconds left in Tennessee at two. Uh, they kind of broke a press, and Julian Phillips had a wide open duck. I mean, it was a 100% shot. Yep. And he just dribbled out uh, four more seconds and um, tried to get a couple more fouls uh, and try to run a little bit more time off the clock. They ended up missing the front end of a, a yep. one and one and then Vanderbilt obviously makes a game win three. So it's like, I don't maybe it's just he's not the great, greatest decision maker at this point. I don't know what it is. There's something going on there that's not working. But until Tennessee finds a guy that can get them easy offense in big situations, they're just they're they're not going to be a team that can make a run. And I, I just, as much as I, I like what they're doing, and as good as they are defensively, I just can't see them going deep into March with your go-to guys five to seven. We're talking to Rob Doster, founder of Field of 68, as we get closer and closer to March and the NCAA tournament. Uh, Purdue is the number one team in the country. They've sort of been flirting with that all year long, but I don't know, man. Like, am I supposed to believe that this year is going to be the year when it's different for Purdue and Matt Painter? You know, I feel like we're conditioned to kind of expect them to, you know, look good in the regular season, and then when they get to the tournament, Will, what's different about this Purdue team? Why should I buy them as a real national championship contender? There's, I mean, there's a couple of reasons. One, uh, they've never had we, – we've never seen something like Zach Eaton before. We've never seen a guy that is as big and as physically dominant as he is. Um, I think that you can make the, the, the argument that he's the most dominant college basketball player that we've seen in, like, the last 20 years. He just he's, – he's basically impossible to stop. And the thing that gave me a lot of hope uh, you know, because I, I obviously I have the same concerns that you do, right? Like you're you're building, building around two freshman guards and a big slow-footed center that, you know, in an ideal world you could pull them away from the basket and kind of exploit that. Well, um, they were at Indiana, hot, one of the hottest teams in the Big Ten. Uh, got Trace Jackson Davis, uh, one of the loudest environments you're going to find. They got punched in the mouth um, down by 15 at halftime. When they came all the way back, they were down one with the ball and the chance to take the lead with like two minutes left in that game. And it wasn't like they were pressing. It wasn't like they were changing what they do. What they were doing. It wasn't like they hit like seven threes in a row. They just kept consistently running their stuff and finding a way to make it work. And to me, that is kind of what you need to be able to do in March. That would have been ideal if they found a way to win that game. My argument would have been backed up a little bit more. But uh, I'm I'm in on this group being the one that can kind of break that bugaboo of. Uh, of, of Purdue teams not finding a way to, to do it in March. And and I know they got freshman guards, man, but I think those kids are both they're, – they're tough. Um, I think that they understand the moment, and they both know as long as they are playing off of Zach Eady and getting the ball into him and playing inside out, the opportunities for them are going to be a little bit easier. So I'm in on them being able to make a run, but this is the kind of year, like I said, where I would not be shocked to see any of the top five, six, seven, eight teams – get knocked out in the second round. It's just there's really not all that much difference between the best teams in the country and then that next tier. How would you compare, Rob, this Arizona team, and, and I've been watching a little closer this year just because of they've got uh, Seth, Seth Henderson Jr. that's doing a little bit of everything for them, starting when they need him to, comes off the bench, does a little bit of everything. But how would you compare this team to last year's that, what, lost in the Sweet 16 to Houston in terms of its chances? Now, obviously, they lost a ton of talent, Matherin's in the, in the NBA, but – Comparing the two and how far this one could go, uh, you like this Arizona team? 
I do. I like them a little bit more now because they're playing. Uh, they're, they're defending better than they were at the start of the season. Um, but I mean, that's kind of there, there's two things that I'm worried about. One, not having Christian Coloco and having Umar Balo just kind of changes what you are defensively, right? You change a guy that is that got drafted in the first round because of his potential as a defensive presence uh, to a guy that is basically like um, a little bit of a lesser Zachy in, in Balo, more or less. And two, the other problem is you have you're built around post players. Last year when you did that, you had Ben Matherin, who is a star in the NBA right now, and you had Dale and Terry, uh, who ended up being a first-round pick. And you had these other guys that were um, really high-level talents. And this year, you know, you got Kirk Creasy, who's good, and you got Courtney Ravey, who's a good college player, and Ted Henderson, who's a good college player, and Pella Larson, who's like, they're good college players, but they're, they're a different level, level of guy from Ben Matherin. Yep. So that's just my, my, my concern is like we're running through the running through these post players. You're gonna play too big. You're never gonna be elite defensively. And oh by the way, instead of having a guy that's gonna be a top ten pick, you know, you got a guy that's a fifty year that was kind of sort of run off a little bit from Texas. Hey Rob man, great stuff as always, dude. Appreciate the time. Thank you, brother. Thanks, man. Always a pleasure, guys. Yes, sir. He is Rob Doster coming on and breaking it down as we get closer and closer to <clears throat> the NCAA tournament. We'll come back. Jason and John, Audie family. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Make 2023 the year when you beat Vegas. Superbook Sports is going to give you the chance every week to do that. Okay, the best odds makers in Vegas, no fancy computer algorithms, no guys across the pond setting lines for American sports. Easy to use. Best odds you're going to find. Superbook features some of the best odds boosts and promo bets everywhere and anywhere. So download the Superbook Sports app. Got a hell of a prop bet menu for a game that's coming up this weekend. Visit Superbook.com. Start your battle against Vegas right now. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-889-9789. The Grizzlies have made a trade, ladies and gentlemen. We can certainly report that. Uh, it, is, it is a three-team deal involving the Houston Rockets and the Los Angeles Clippers. The Memphis Grizzlies receive Danny, excuse me, Luke Kennard in exchange for Danny Green and three second-round picks. Eric Gordon goes to the Clippers, um, and um, John Wall is unfortunately going back to Houston. I feel bad for him, but uh, he is headed back to uh, to the Houston Rockets. Um, <clears throat> what's Luke Kennard doing this season, you ask? Shooting that thing like he always has, has he not? Luke Kennard is averaging eight points a game. Uh, however, he is doing so on 45% shooting from three. Um, Knockdown, BC. You're going to like this. Yeah, he, is, uh, he has not played very well 
He's taking Shoot a fewer as of late. He is shooting in the in the month of January. He only shot thirty five percent from three, and uh, so far in the month of February, he is shooting twenty five percent from three. So his percentages have come way down. He shot forty five percent on six attempts last year. Mm-hmm. Thirty, well, you know, because the attempts have come down this year. Yep. But on six attempts last year, I mean, he he's he's barely been under forty percent at any point in his career. Yeah, no, he's a he's a, he's a he's a certified shooter. Um, career forty three, and <clears throat> you know, it's not the move that. Uh, and look, as Harrington points out, because it was just Danny Green and some second round picks, OG Ananobi has not been moved yet. There is still, you know, you still have some room to maneuver if, if for, for that deal. I mean, there's there's a possibility that there's something else. I don't get the sense that there is something else. This sort of feels like what they're doing. They're upgrading their wing depth. Looks like there's a team option for 24-25 on his, too. Yeah. At least from basketball reference. Yes. Looks like there is. So so through next year and then a team option. for Right. So you'd have two years of control, right. theoretically. Yep. So, yes, uh, the Grizz got their Durant stopper. Uh, Luke Kennard is a, a member of the, uh, of the Memphis Grizzlies. And, uh, <clears throat> yeah, look, I mean – it's it's not a move that's going to uh, shake up the West by any stretch of the imagination, but it is a I think a, a small improvement. This team can't shoot threes. Last right. I looked, they were twenty fifth in the yeah. league. I don't know where it is I right like now, but it's going like to be down there somewhere. I'm, I'm I'm a fan of the move. It's I an mean, edge work move that addresses it, it shooting co- right now. It costs you nothing. I mean, three second round picks and Danny Green. I mean, that costs you nothing. So um, now, if you thought Danny Green was all just going to come alive, no. But I mean, you flipped him and you got Luke Kennard under contract for a couple of years. He's proven. He's younger. He, bye bye, John Conchar. Like you'll never see the floor again, right? You think? Because this is who. This is what John Conchar would aspire to be. Mm-hmm. Is Luke Kennard? Well, he's and that efficiency level from three. So why would you? Other than when you need that extra body, but that's again these wings that have been, that you've been playing and hoping somebody knocks something down. It, it, yeah, you put Luke in front of in front of those guys, mm-hmm. and you're hoping it comes around for Dylan. Obviously, that's saying you don't you're not doing something else here in the next. You know, something not materializing right now. You got 24 assuming, minutes, Jason. I'm assuming there won't be. Yeah, I assume that as well. Um, For all the reasons that we've laid out, John. This is an edge work move. I'm fine with it. You paid. John made the point. You paid nothing. I think that's the best point about this. And you've addressed the need right now. Yep. And you see, you know, you roll the dice and see where it, where it, what it looks like against this new look West. And you've got a guy in Kennard who is like, who who has had success defensively against Kevin Durant in the past. You keep saying that you're not going to do that. So you, that's not what he's brought here to do. I mean, you give that put tell Calkins put that in his column tomorrow. Durant stopper, bro. See if that'll keep him from beating down the doors. Now, we should have done more. No, it's 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 fine. It's a fine move. It's it's uh, it's an upgrade. Like Danny Green was not giving you anything, um, and you know these three second rounders. Who cares? Well, Danny Green's giving you good air balls. Yeah, and like the rest, you know, I mean, whether it's Danny Green, Conchar, Zaire, you know, Roddy, whoever. Now you got a guy who. He's gonna come in and shoot the ball and be consistent. So I like I like to fit a lot. I like to fit a lot, but I think it you know it's a it's a it's a it's a mar it's not it's 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 more than transactional. The Grizzlies are experts in the transactional moves. You know this is not a transactional move. This is a move where he's gonna come in and he's gonna like play a real role on the team. Does it does it guarantee you a, a playoff series victory? Does it change that? I don't know. I, I doubt it. But maybe, I mean, maybe the the shooting and the spacing of the floor, your half court offense bogged down far too often. So he's going to hit some big shots against the Mavs in that first round series. Ooh, that's going to be a slobber knocker right there, bro. A 
a first round series with Kyrie and Luca. Who gonna hold Luke? Who gonna hold Luke for Dallas? I agree. He, he gonna go off on Kyrie. He is unstoppable. No, I mean, I, you, you tell me that's not possible. Uh, it's possible, yeah. In a four or five matchup, yeah. I mean, the Grizzlies are 24th in the NBA in three-point percentage, and they just got one of the best shooters in the NBA. Mm, I said 25th like, at news right around <clears throat> Yeah. So, again, it's 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 impossible to criticize this move. It, the only per- people that would criticize it are people that were expecting OG and Anobi to come down here. You know, and I think— Well, you're doing a good job apologizing for the franchise. <laughs> there's no reason to apologize. Defending them today. You're doing a great job. Bro, there's no reason to apologize. <laughs> I do think Bones Highland for two second-rounders is crazy. I might have done that. I might have pulled the trigger on damn Bones Highland for two second round. Yeah. He's bench bench scoring. Yeah. Like he's kind of a you know, I mean, he kind but of what's needs his to contract play. deal? I mean, where where's he on for you? I don't know, Jason. Well don't... then you can't just be throwing out there talking about hell, oh, this he was one a, looks he was, good. He to was me. drafted in twenty one, so I mean he's gotta be under contract for another two years, right? You would think. Unless he's got some kind of special deal. These dudes shooting thirty eight percent from three. You know? I I've heard he's kind of a of a of a of a turd. He's a wild man, bro. But and you know who's not? Luke Kennard. That's right. He falls in line. Still. So to all two seconds. I mean, you wouldn't have done Bones Highland for two seconds. This is around. gonna help you hold on to the five seed. <laughs> right. Yeah. Y'all better get ready for this reality round here. <laughs> Stop, bro. You you Mr. Bucket today. You cold bucket today. It's not cold bucket. Yeah, you cold bucket. The league has changed. <laughs> Everything we know about the West has changed. Oh, my God, dude. Another trade. The Hornets are trading Mason Plumlee. Don't do that. To the Clippers. Don't do that. It's too, it's too tense a time right now. You shouldn't play with us. Don't play with our emotions like hey, that. Hey, Mason time. Plumlee's a hell of a rebounder, though. You got Chris Harrison's out here, like, holding out hope. <laughs> the last 20 minutes. Harrington is. He's oh. like, wait a minute. They still got the first. They haven't they haven't emptied the clip yet. I would still be on the phone with Brooklyn. Well, yeah. I mean, but it's like whatever. It, nothing's gonna change. They're not gonna no, it, it's not. It would be stupid of them if they say, Oh my god, in twenty minutes, we gotta do something. You know? So this I just is it. I I'm telling you right now, I have my man Anthony Sane in here tomorrow. Ooh, that is gonna be fire. That man's blood pressure and what might happen during that hour, you'll just have to tune in to see. <laughs> because the he wanted something bigger than this. Yeah. I guarantee you that. That's exactly right. He is going to be triggered. Yeah, I'm worried about him tonight and tomorrow. i got podcasts with him tonight. Yeah, he's going to be quite triggered about you know, this. I mean, just the fact that they didn't come out of this with Cam Reddish. Now, there's there, there, there's 20 <laughs> minutes left, bro. There's still 20 minutes. Cam Reddish got to be on the uh, – he, he got moved. Cam Reddish got moved. I know, to Portland. Yeah, they see. It was a missed opportunity they, for the Grizzlies, according they, to saying. They saw the vision, bro. They saw the vision on Cam Reddish. Did um, they have to give up a pick too to do that? I'm sure they did. Everybody's yeah, to get Josh Hart. Yeah, it's, it's the, the Knicks had to give a, Cam it, it, and you got to give up three seconds. It's the going rate. Um, but yeah, I mean, just to sort of bottom line it, I mean, it's not a it's it's not an acquisition or a trade that's going to change your standing in the West, but I think it gives you a better chance to to win. You know? I oh, mean, it's going to help. It's going to change your standing. Well, <laughs> the, that. Oh, oh well, I put it that your Kennard, standing's going to change. Yeah, your standing's going to change, but it's not going to change because of Canard. That's accurate. So, <laughs> you, it's you, because of what happened last night while we were sleeping in the dark of night. Mm-hmm. That one was the that one what that one hurt to wake up to. That was like the ALS ice bucket challenge. Can we just talk about how KD is never going to get what he's seeking? No, you're never going to get it. 
Why you say that? He left the bus in Golden State to go do it on his own. Mm-hmm. He failed miserably, and now he's having to go get back on another pre-made bus. This is expertly done by you. You're trying to change the subject on the Grizz. Oh, no. This is a talking point. Oh, Grizz are done. They said that. <laughs> Everybody else. They said they're welcome into Canard tomorrow, bro. Yes. Press conference got one seat. Really? Canard. Just one seat? Well, I mean, in terms of for players. Okay, I was making sure the front office would be there. Yeah. How does KD come out of this looking? I don't think he cares. What are you talking about he doesn't care? That's why he's moved, got out of there right now. Well, I mean. It's Brooke, all about you and getting titles. He, he and all gonna, about his. He wasn't going to win in Brooklyn. That's, that's he, like, he's 34, bro. He's got to do something. He cared enough to leave a championship-made situation in Golden State to go say, I want to go do it on my own. My point is he's never going to get the satisfaction that he's looking for. He wants all fans to say KD is able to go join one or go build one on his own. You won't get the go build one on your own credit going and joining the Phoenix Suns. That said, congratulations, you're getting another ring. There'll be a championship uh, party in Phoenix. What's our guy's name? The Michigan State, uh, the new owner, Ishbia? Yeah, Ishbia. That man came in and said, we finna change the course around here. You got you to gotta tip your cap to him. Yeah, so Luke Kennard has the fifth highest three-point percentage in the league. Bain's fifth got man. the sixth. So the Grizzlies are uh, – John exploring the Kennard trade here. That's what, the only thing we got, getting. bro. <laughs> the only thing we got. Now, a lot, of people are on, a lot of people are wondering, is there any way that Luke Kennard can find his way on the White Hall of Fame in my house? Oh, no. I think only one person really wondered that. Here we go. I think you're making that tweet up. No. It wasn't a tweet. So it was asked. I was. It, oh, you I, know who it is. I asked it of him. I. Did. Oh, you did. Okay. I said, "Is there a way that oh, he can break own. on off the air?" I said, "Is there a way he can break John? onto your white wall of fame?" I what? think he's got a better chance than Grayson had. Wow. But he just continues to take shots at Grayson. Another Duke. Who's become a professional. He's a dookie too, of course. Yeah, I know, but yeah. he's, yeah. he's held his past against him for a long time, John. Yeah. Very unforgiving. I like Kennard. Like that shot is pure, bro. It's I, a great I don't shot. care about recency. No, I, Every time. I, he's good. I respect. He's killed the Grizzlies. I respect over the him years. as a player for you need sure. Need to put him in a three-point contest. Yeah. I'm, I'm him and Bane. I'm a low-key Excited about that little move they made. I know you are. Well, man, just as long as you keep it in perspective with the emphasis no, I on little. No, Kevin Durant. Don't get yeah. me wrong, but I mean, he's an edge work wing, and you need that. It's an upgrade. It's an upgrade over Danny Green and, and the rest of your wings. Cleared out Airball Green, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah it's fine. It's 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 a it's a good move, but it's not yeah. like a. It doesn't change your circumstances. Most likely, I think you freed up money too, didn't you? I mean, you got more dough, and you're in the cap room. Yeah, I'm not sure on the salary piece of it. Um but yeah, I mean, and, and and by the way, like nobody else, nobody listening right now is going to say, "Oh, thank God, the Grizzlies freed up money." No, you know, no, I like get they want to win. They want to win now. Um, oh, he's, I mean, he's making fifteen in the next couple of years. Yeah, right. Isn't that what Danny was making ten? Yeah. So oh, so we did. We lost money in this deal. You took you took on a little took bit salary, a little more yeah. dough, which is fine. Well, that's nothing. He's a good player. There's look again. If He'll you, play. If you guys look at the splits when Luke Kennard's guarding Kevin Durant, like this Ke- man, Kevin Durant has never Some scored Reddit on stuff. Kevin Durant has never yeah. scored on Luke Kennard. It's not. It's never happened. It's all about you, the, the devil is a lie. Now that's because Luke Kennard has never guarded Kevin Durant. But that's like I think there is a real intimidation factor there. Like he, he like Kevin Durant does not want to see Luke Kennard in a one on one. He will knock down so many corner threes though up from Ja and from. He is Bain. lethal. Yeah, you, I mean, that's knocked down every time. Yeah, nice little pick and roll there. You bring him off of a screen. Gonna be a lot of times where I'd rather have him out there than Dylan. 
The way Dylan uh, been yeah, shooting lately. Yes. Now we're gonna drop off defensively on that perimeter now, when we put him out there. Now, but that's all. But then when that's when we put Dylan back in. Now somebody on Twitter said that. For uh, now. Bain and Luke Kennard are fifth and sixth in the NBA in three point percentages, but Dylan will take more than both of them. Like that. <laughs> I mean, that, that is a problem. Dylan's learned, and that's why he's struggling. He's struggling with the little bit that's been allotted to him. Mm. Those little bit of shots left as the fourth man in the pecking order. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's. It's it's interesting. I like it. Now, what, but, now again, chances of making the white wall. You said greater than Grayson doesn't sound very no, I mean, promising yeah, for him. Though. No, it's not. You know, it, I, I think it's very unlikely. Or any part of his past you hold against him? Or, no, 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 okay, no, no. Just no, not I, exciting enough of a white player. But again, what what to the, make it. the bar here is Jason Williams and Mike Miller, bro. You know, they call him Cool Hand Luke and also Duck. Maybe Duck. some of that swagger will be enough to get him on the wall. No, that's completely. those kinds of nicknames. That's totally fair. I know, Brad. I sense. You're going to be getting a Canard jersey. You are. He's going to be one of your favorites. I love shooters. Mm-hmm. I love people that I've watched play the Grizzlies that seem to kill us every time we play them. Yep. So, um, and I like them on our team. Yep. So we're not worried about John's disdain for him or whether or not he'll be able to clap because you will hold him. Well, the Bass, be a great Pro, Bass Pro's already going to sponsor Luke Kennard, it sounds like. They've, they've called, uh, so he's got a sponsor. What will y'all remember the most about the uh, Danny Green era? <laughs> Nothing. The green room and where he yeah, liked the, to break the, news on the green room. Except Woj broke it before his podcast was out. That's what I remember. Woj broke the story before the podcast was available. Well, then didn't like Winhorse get him too on a – I don't know. I thought Winhorse got him too on an interview on NBA Today and like made him break some stuff on that rather than his own podcast. So even the, even the podcast, he got not scooped. very memorable. Yeah. John's right. He got Damn, scooped bro. every time he tried to put something so out on as, there. Uh, uh, Didn't he say, though, one other player was coming back or getting close in the, on the podcast, and he was kind of right? I Never know. mind. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. Never mind. Uh, as our friend Mike Wallace tweets, theoretically, Memphis Grizzlies' second unit will be Tyus, Kennard, Santi, and Brandon. Ellipsis. Ideally, Zaire and Roddy fill that backup's S, uh, small forward role when ready. <laughs> no. You, we may... We may spend the rest of our lives <laughs> waiting for those two to be ready, right? Uh, I, w- I would say if ready. They fill that role if ready. <laughs> if and when. was drafted 10th. If and when. That's fine. I mean, I don't, I don't think today's the day to kill the Grizzlies. No, this is edge work. It's fine. It's a good, it's a good try. I, you know, I, there were, as we, we, we were preparing you guys all day for this, you know, like there was no all-in move for the Grizzlies to make. It's all about availability. Mikael Bridges was not available. If he was available, he would probably be a Memphis Grizzly right now. He's, he was not. And so, <clears throat> you know, you have to sort of work within, you know, that framework. Um, and I think it's about as good as the Grizzlies probably could have done. They got a guy who was a top six shooter in the NBA, top five shooter in the NBA in terms of percentage. Um, you don't have, you're not going to see as many minutes from Conchar and and Green is obviously gone and yeah so I think suck up all those minutes yeah I think it's a I think it's totally fine I think it's good I think it's a good trade um and I think that's kind of where you bottom line it so uh if anything happens in the next 10 minutes we'll let you know but we do need to take a break Jason we do have to take a break but before we do that shoot 360 is the place for you to go uh, if you've got a son, daughter, niece, nephew that's trying to get better at the game, maybe one day they want to become the next top five or top six shooter in the league, that's where they need to go. It's state-of-the-art technology. It's going to measure your jumper, your passing, your dribbling, all these different skills that go into making you a good basketball player. 
Memberships available one month, three months, six months out at uh, Shoot 360, 85 Mark Center Drive in Collierville. Yep, go see them. It's the place to be. You'll be blown away as soon as you walk in the building. They've got all the development coaches, the weight training that you need. We call it the future basketball training in Memphis. The future's now at Shoot 360. Go see them out at 85 Mark Center Drive in Collierville. It's game time, Memphis. Yes, sir. Jake Elliott, number four for the Philadelphia Eagles. And the kick is. It's Gabe, how we doing, buddy? Man, doing well. A little less uh, moving parts this time. It is. It's a little bit, a little bit different this time around. I think uh, the main thing is, is back in my rookie year, I kind of didn't know what I didn't know, so I was just kind of along for the ride and um, taking everything for what it was. The Gabe Coon Show weekdays from four till seven p.m. on ninety-two nine FM ESPN. Hit him up. Valentine's Day is fast approaching. Get over to Robert Irwin Jewelers to make it go smoothly. Now through Valentine's Day, you can get a dozen fresh roses and a box of chocolates free with your purchase of $99 or more while supplies last. You're going to spend $99. You might as well get those fresh roses in that box of chocolates while you're at it. Go see our man Howie. Make this Valentine's Day the best one yet. How about the stackable diamond gemstone bands? Creates layers and stacks of different shaped diamonds and gemstone bands. It's a great way to showcase her unique style and personality and to mark and celebrate life's special moments. You'll love that for Valentine's Day, starting at just $279. Diamond heart necklaces, starting at only $89. Whatever the uh, budget is, Howie's got you covered with the perfect Valentine's Day gift. And as John's laid out for you, you can really have you covered. Makes you look like you put so much thought into it when you got the box of chocolates, when you got the fresh dozen roses to go with the jewelry. You're making the best deal in town. You're doing that with Howie. He's your jeweler for a lifetime. Bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices. Can take up to 60 months to pay or get 12 months deferred inch with approved credit. Great gift ideas for any budget. Robert Irwin Jewelers. Five locations are online at rijewelers.com. Four minutes. Four minutes until the NBA trade deadline is uh, going to pass. And it looks like this is it, folks. Luke Kennard is going to be the move for the Grizzlies. And then they'll just... Uh, be patient and see what happens going into this offseason. Keep your war chest, keep Dylan, keep all of that. It is interesting, though, with Dylan's expiring, like that's going to be a new decision now, right? Like what are you going to do with him? Are you going to lose him for nothing? Like that is – Perhaps he resigns in the offseason. Perhaps he takes the 60 for four. Yep, could. But it does kind of, kind of you know, shed some new um, light into that decision now that you know he's going to be here clearly uh, past the trade deadline. So – Again, Luke Kennard's a good shooter. You needed some some more shooting. You needed a, a little bit more consistency from your your wing depth, and that's what you achieved. That's what you accomplished. With Actually, the- maybe this will help Dylan a little bit in terms of his mind right now, his mindset. You chill out a little bit. I know he said he wasn't worried about the trade deadline or concerned about it, got booed the other day, but now at least you can sort of relax for the rest of the year and just play ball, not having to worry about, okay, am I going to be on a new team by the end of the year? What's going to happen? You can worry about the offseason then and just kind of, you know, relax and play basketball. Yep. Maybe it helps him a little bit, guys, in a historically low sh- shooting slump for him right now. Yeah, so uh, Gary Payton is also back with the Golden State Warriors, mm. five second-round picks that I assume they acquired from Atlanta uh, in that Sadiq Bay trade. So it was basically you're trading James Wiseman for Gary Payton. Get him back. Yeah, Yeah. pretty interesting. It's going to do it for us today. Keep it locked. You know, and Jeffrey have all the breakdown, all the analysis on the NBA trade deadline. Uh, thanks, of course, to Rob Doster for joining us. Thanks to Jeff Calkins. Appreciate him dropping in. And thanks to Drew Hill. For Jason, I'm John. We're gone. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 